All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> wait, we got to do it at the same time. Oh, same time. Ready? One, two, three. Ah, no. Oh, we'll do it on three. three go. Or wait, one, one two, two, three, three and then go. go yeah, or yeah, one, yeah. two, and then. One, two, two. three, go. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we're musicians. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is the After Hour Podcast here, or After Hours. I kind of missed an S in there. This is episode 16. Wow, 16 yeah, episodes. Yeah, 1-6, and this is my buddy Josh Ooh. Roy right here. What's going on, buddy? And uh, if you're from Arizona, you probably know Josh Roy. He's been playing all around now for a little while, huh? Seven years now. Seven, Seven years. years. Dang, dude, I didn't realize you were playing around that long. Yeah, I got a, a lot of the gigs that I do are we're on the west side, you know, because mm-hmm. nobody's there. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like there's a lot more people over there than I r- realized. We actually started playing out in, uh, I don't think it's technically west side, I think it was north when we played up in Cave Creek. But we played at the Buffalo Chip for a, a long time. You call that the west side? Uh, well, more west <laughs> to us, but it's, it's more north, that's north Phoenix up yeah. there. Yeah. That's east for me, man. Yeah. I'm like way out west. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. You live like way out there. You're, yeah. on, the, you're on the 10? Um, no, I'm all the way on the 101, like on the north side. Oh, man. 107th Avenue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. It goes up that high. It does. 107th, <laughs> yeah, man. I, You know, I accidentally went like all the way around the Loop 101 once. <laughs> by accident and i was like i need to get like i was trying to like look at a trailer or something in glendale oh man and i i, w- I don't know how i did this but I, I i took the 10 and then i ended up like driving up to glendale then i ended up just driving all the way home from there and i was just like wow that was really out of the way that's, that's the sightseeing that's yeah. what you were going for that was very interesting <laughs> just the choice of uh driving for you know Checking out what Phoenix had to offer, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's quiet on that side of town. That's what I love about it. It's a little different. I mean, I live in Gilbert, and it's pretty quiet there. It's definitely blowing up, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Glendale's kind of in the same, but you're not Glendale, right? Oh, hell, I'm Peoria. So Peoria. Like, Peoria's kind of blowing neighbors, up, too, right? Well, all of our neighbors know each other and mm. just my block. And oh, okay. I, I consider that the city of Peoria my block. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have a, like, I, like I said, I got family up there, and I got family in Surprise, too, which I think okay. is kind of in your neck of the woods. Yeah. And yeah. that always feels like it takes really long to get out to Surprise. Yeah, I wish most of my gigs were on that side of town. Yeah. Be nice. <laughs> which is funny, because there is a lot of stuff out there, isn't there? Like, uh, you got, like, Roadrunner out there. Yeah, and, well, so well, that's, that's kind of North Valley, again. Yeah, it's north, kind of east, but, you know, we go, uh, you know, hell, i Lake Pleasant has Dillon's. Oh yeah, Lake Pleasant name is yep. not that far away. But again, that's still north, right? That's yeah. not that's not west side. That's no so that's northwest. So you go on a Lake Pleasant Road mm-hmm. and you go out towards Lake Pleasant. That's where I live. I'm I'm literally about like fifteen minutes away from the lake. Oh wow. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, I got poles ready to go anywhere. <laughs> there Every you time go. I get home. You got a boat? <laughs> no, I don't Dang got a boat. <laughs> I can swim. <laughs> I'm a really good swimmer. <laughs> it's like a million times harder to swim in a lake too than it yeah. is a pool. I, I just try to I find that I find that hill that's been covered by water and I try to stand on top of that hill <laughs> and fish. There you go. <laughs> got it. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh, this pleasant lake is pretty pleasant. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um I've well, I mean I kinda grew up going to that lake every mm-hmm. Oh man, it was it was every about four or five times a year we go oh, out wow. there and, and we camp out. You know, you pitch awesome. a tent, and uh, you know we all you know my parents and everybody would be fishing out there, and I would they'd say, "Oh, come on, grab a pole and just throw it out there." And 
And every time I'd throw the damn pole out there, I'd reel the thing in and pull it in right away. You know, I wouldn't uh, let yeah, it sit didn't, and wait. Didn't let it chill. They're like, dude, just chill <laughs> it. Don't reel it in. Just let it sit. And every time, I became yeah. a really good caster at that time. <laughs> well, you got to practice that, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to take somebody out there with you, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Minnesota. There was a lot of fishing up in Minnesota. Oh, man. And it must have been good, though. It was, except for I hate fishing. <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> I no. am a drummer, dude. Like I just got like a, an attention span like this long, you know. So yeah, my dad would always try to take us out, and like we'd go out on these big lakes there and like canoes and stuff. Like, oh my god! Could gosh. you even imagine fishing in a canoe out here? Well, yeah, no, heck no. And you know, take, did you ever take like the drumstick and then tie a little fishing line on the end of that? And is that how you learned how to fish? <laughs> no, we, I oh. think I always had the. <laughs> I can't even say that either because we had uh, we had ice fishing, which ice fishing is like drill a <laughs> hole in the ice and then you just put like a literally like a stick and like a string down. It was like, okay, fish. Yep, sit there and do hate this. your life for yep. a little bit. Yeah, well, if, unless you're inside uh, one of the, uh, what do they call those, uh, ice houses? Like ice out, fishing houses? Yeah, house or fishing yeah. house. Yeah, I don't know. Well, those are some of those could be pretty nice. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, it was always terrifying to me, like people driving their trucks out on the, like, lake yeah you know with like this trailer that oh, turns into their <laughs> their ice house you know but yeah no no fishing is very different up there than it is down here like i'd it, like to see it i would like to see it i've never been that's one on my bucket list you i want to make it do. up there man well they got that country thunder up there too in uh wisconsin yeah, yeah. we fest is up there that's so right keep shooting that star up high there dude you might make it up there that'd be uh, cool i'm trying i'm trying i'll keep trying <laughs> I ain't stopping. This is uh, all of my eggs are in this basket, right? You know? <laughs> no, I, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the After Hours podcast. We appreciate you more than you will ever know. Right now, we are trying to build up our YouTube page, and we need your help. If you could please go on YouTube and click on the magnifying glass, type in Donnie Gribban, click subscribe, click the bell icon, and click on all. It would really help us out a lot. Again, we thank you for everything that you do, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for helping us out. What'd you do before this? What'd you do before drumming? Oh man, well I've uh, drummed forever. Like uh, my dad's a a drummer, so he kind of got me into it. Like that bass drum right there is actually from my dad's drum set from uh, when he was learning how to play drums. I was gonna say it looks brand new, but I, oh, it's not. I go look at that thing; it's beat <laughs> to hell. <laughs> but, Sarcasm. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch it. Sorry. It's been a long day. <laughs> but yeah, no, my dad, uh, my dad played, and then you know I saw that as a kid, and I'm just like, whoa! I want that thing to be what I do, and yeah, this kind of. Ever since I can remember, I was always beating on those damn things. So nobody ever like just told you and said, "Well, drumming is probably the worst possible position you can have in a band." Uh, well, I, nobody ever said that. Lugging the gear, yeah, yeah I understand in. where you're going with that, but then I was just like, "Yeah, that might suck, but I get to beat the hell out of things." You know, <laughs> everybody else has to like remember chords and stuff. I just have to at least remember, you know. Okay, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. You know, you know oh, there's I some hits here. Oh, I might have to stop eventually. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Every time I try to hit a kick drum, man, I I, I try to get my foot going on that mm -hmm. that forward motion, and I get a cramp right in the front oh, of my ankle. That, every that'll time. happen. Like, I get that every once in a while if I'm doing like a one of the <laughs> disco beats, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'll get that right. It's almost like a they call that a, a, a shin splint. Oh my god. Yeah, man, I'm just like, what is happening There's to me? Nerd, apparently, a term I'm, for it. apparently, I've never played drums before. <laughs> I'm getting a shin splint for playing this. Yeah, it's pretty. 
There's it's an actual not, term for it. Yeah, shins planted. The struggle is real. <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> so for those that don't know how Josh and I know each other, and actually Josh, I, and uh, Donnie, yeah. and Brian, Brian's been on the podcast too, is we know each other because we're, Donnie and I actually recorded on uh, Josh's album that's coming out, or at least uh, that's is right. it an EP? It's a, so I think it's considered an EP. I think yeah. it's extended play, and then LP is... Lengthy, length, length of play. <laughs> uh, Donnie, if he was here, he'd be able to tell us exactly yeah. what that is. Right, he's good. such a nerd on that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So we call it an EP. So I'm just going with it. Yeah. I'm rolling with it until the end. And we release it, and we say EP. Somebody comes out and goes A. Mm-hmm. How many songs are you doing officially for that There's EP? Four songs okay. on the EP, and um, every single one of them, I you know, when I started writing these songs, um, it was just me and the acoustic mm-hmm. and sitting down and playing those. You know whatever I thought it should be, but yeah. then the evolution that had that happened in those songs with, with you know you guys all putting your parts on it, it just opened up my um, I guess uh, excitement with with this whole album because yeah. um, I never thought that these songs would sound as good as they do. Yeah, and, that's awesome. You know, just a good old pat on the back. Pat right on the here. old back yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you too, know. man. <laughs> no, dude, Josh, you guys have no idea. This guy can write some songs. Like he's got, uh, oh. he's got the ability to to get some lyrics together with some melodies there. And yeah, no, it, you should be very excited to check it out. I always wondered. I and I sit back and think that you know you get the all time great songwriters, the people that have been um, part of um, some of the most popular records and stuff and Mm -hmm. and uh you know you look at their success and you think that man i I wish i could i wish i had the ability i wish i had the talent to be able to Mm -hmm. be you know as good as they are but then i i realized that what separates why why should i be any different yeah absolutely you know these guys were born into it and they're Mm -hmm. legends and they and i want to be that legend but they weren't born into it it's just that's the thing that like a lot of people don't understand it's like it's either you do or you don't in yeah. a lot of those cases. And, like, it's just the dudes that do it, you know. Yeah. And, I, and, and, of course, there is talent involved, but half of the battle is just going and trying, you know. Somebody told me a long time ago, and this was, uh, I was probably about, I don't know, about 12 years old when I started writing my first song. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ask me what that song was because I yeah. don't remember. But <laughs> he's, uh, he said, uh, you know, you... As a songwriter, you'll throw away your first hundred songs, yeah. and then your first good one will come right after that. Yeah, right, and exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and I and I don't know how many songs I've ever started to write mm-hmm. and and stopped kind of in the middle, going, ah, well, you know, okay. I don't feel it anymore. And yeah. So getting to a getting to the hundred, I probably beat that hundred songs yeah. by probably three times that amount yeah, before I went. Oh, oh that's okay. how you write a song. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so. yeah. And it's it's completely different for everybody from what I understand, too. Yeah. So you do it uh, with an acoustic, and then you, you kind of do you scat over, or do you... Uh, well, you know, some, it, so it changes. Sometimes I'll have a lyric in my head, so I'm driving home from uh, from <laughs> the east side. Yeah, east side. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's like an hour, you know, a little over an hour of a drive to get back home, so I'll start having some words in my head and some melody in my head to sing a song yeah and whatever that influence was i don't know i just listen to a song on the radio or something and i go oh that'd be kind of cool to kind of spin off of this yeah and create my own but uh sometimes i just record into my phone i put on the little 
you know, button to just a voice recorder on my yeah. phone. No, that's awesome. And I listen to it later, and I'm like, okay, scratch that. Don't let anybody <laughs> hear that. Right, that you one know? can go straight to hell. <laughs> yeah, <matter> of fact. <laughs> right. So sometimes it's that way, and then sometimes I'll just sit there like Life Song that's on this yeah. record was one of those that I I was sitting around my house and and uh, and I wanted to play the guitar um, on a, a different way than I haven't before, and I said, mm-hmm. oh, that would be kind of cool if I did this and. And uh, and I did that whole walk down. I went through all everything on that on that song, and I went, oh, I can write to this, yeah, dude. You know, and what's what's the, better the stroke what's of the, inspiration? Yeah, you know? what's yeah. the best way to write a song at that point is, is is a story of my life. There you go. So I called it life song. Yeah, man. And that's how that song came that's about. Cool. You know, and and so sometimes the guitar comes first, and then the vocals, and then sometimes the vocals come before the guitar, and then I have to go call my guitar player and say. <laughs> What chords should this be? Right. <laughs> I'm going to sing you something, and you tell me what the chords are. Right. So we'll sit around in my garage, and he'll be like, oh, I, oh, that'll work. Oh, okay, I can see where you're going with that. Well, hey, what if we try this? Yeah. Then we get Brian involved. Yeah. And Brian's like, dude, Whole different. Yeah, what if yeah, we try yeah. this? Yep, <laughs> and I'm yep. like, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Donnie gets in there, and then he adds yeah. his craziness. And then you get Ben in there, and Ben's got like his whole... Ben is uh, the the guy that played uh, organ and piano. Oh my gosh! Uh, and that kid, oh. he's young. He's a young fella, but th- that dude like has like more wisdom when it comes to when you music. say young. What do you mean by young? Well, it's like eighteen twenties, uh, right? He's like kind of mm. early, early. Okay, uh, young. Got it. <laughs> yeah, well, what is it? You're like he's in his thirties. Like, oh yeah, well, well I'm 35. Well, how old are you? 32. 32. Okay, okay, I was gonna say I'm not, I'm not that right, old. <laughs> I know Pretty I got good. the peppering going on here, but oh. I just like to call that being distinguished. I'm starting to grow mine out. Look, you, you got. If I grow mine out that far, I think I'm gonna have a few more grays. Just do showing. it, dude. Just do it. I've been wanting to shave it for so long oh, now. Man, but it's no shave November. I know. <laughs> People have told me that all the time, so I don't grab my razor because it's not shaving, but I grab my little uh, my little uh, yeah. buzzer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I will just say so you no. Know, I've definitely Cheater. shaved. I've shaved. So I, I don't. I don't get into all that stuff. I'm just like, man. No. I don't know why I need to endure torture. <laughs> like I just want to, you know. Live yeah. my life like any other month, I guess. I know, and people are going to be like, oh, my God, how dare you? It's no shave November. I'm like, well, you want to look like crap. Uh, who says? I The internet? Know. I mean. Where did it come from? I, I blame it on Facebook. I think it came before internet, though. You think so? I don't know. I don't remember hearing about no shave November until, like, maybe five years ago. Maybe. Uh, maybe it was a trend created in a high school. Maybe. <laughs> See, I was growing this thing by the time I was a... Uh, I was a sophomore when I started growing this. I'm still going through pu- for puberty, <laughs> so <laughs> I can't even say it. Puberty. Right, going through puberty, you got like <laughs> yeah. the lowest voice Little ever. bald spots. <laughs> like, oh, dang it, shave it off. All right, let's try again. Yeah, you got you got that look though. You can rock that five o'clock shadow, and it just looks yeah. uh, you just look stunning. All the ladies are like, "Oh, Josh Roy." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Before we get too far in there, you're a married man, right? I am. You got I am. you got a, you yeah, got a kid it's, and everything, it's, it's, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm wearing this thing, right? And most of the time, that's a good I, call. We should wear that thing you know, when you're married. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it looks like I'm a king, but anyway, so it's it's bright and uh, it's bright and and you can see it. I mean, from a mile away, yeah. right? So I was playing a show last night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, last night, uh, Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. Sunday, yep. Sunday. <laughs> Today is Sunday. So we're still in that. Yes, I know. we are. <laughs> Some lady walks in and she she's like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm a singer and and uh, can I can I sing a song with you?" Sure. And I said, "Well, sure, uh, but I don't have another mic." 
so this is gonna be a little weird, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what do you want to do? Like, come up right next to my mouth and sing right into the mic- same microphone I got? And she was like, Uh-oh. "Well, you should really bring two microphones." And I said, "Well, <laughs> sorry, sorry." So she comes up, and she not goes, in the card sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I know." And then she goes, uh, "And I mean, she's standing to my left, and left hand, you know, left ring finger, you know, yeah. whatever. It's right there." Um, she goes into my left ear, looking probably right down at the ring, and goes, "Are you single?" I'm like, <laughs> No, right. <laughs> you know? I am not single. Thank you for doing that as seductively as possible and making she, the hair on the back of my neck just go. Bleh. I know. <laughs> she was asking. She was asking me. She was asking me with her lips touching my cheek, <laughs> right? I mean, in my ear. Oh I'm no! Like, oh my god! That's when I, you're like, okay, honey. Uh, yeah. I just need to call my wife real quick and just uh. say this happened. <laughs> I'm not goes, happy about it. Yeah, but she, it happened. <laughs> I know. She goes, I'm not from around here, and I said, well. What do you mean you're not from around or where are you from? She goes, Scottsdale. <laughs> you're like, well, wow. it shows. It you shows. Went far. <laughs> That's right. And you ventured out. <laughs> She's like looking around, dude, like a prairie dog or something, know. you know, just scared. Oh, man, there's places outside of Old Town? <laughs> yeah, it was man, awesome. Oh, man, though. I thought Cave Creek was far. I know, I know. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I do have to mention this because uh, the first time I ever, I've lived here my whole life. Mm-hmm. I um, I got booked at a at a place called Chillines, which I'm pretty sure you've heard of before. Mm, I don't think I've ever heard of Chillines. Me either, right? And I'm but I'm thinking that you know some people have probably had heard this place Is because Chillines or Jolines. So C H. So Chillines and Chilines. it's a steakhouse. Okay. And it's Black Canyon City. Okay. And the place is um, right. Literally, you take the exit off 17 of Black Canyon City. Okay. And you have to drive around to be able to see this place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I go in there. It's the first time I ever played in this place. Unbelievable! The crowd, the people that sh- the regulars, everybody that shows up this th- this place it's like crazy busy, huh? Country music lovers, really, and absolutely. I had a conversation with my wife um, just the other day, and I and I said, you know, and and, and you may have gotten to this point before, but where you kind of get burnt out, and you play the same yeah. same place <laughs> every you know every week. You're like, all right, you know, got to leave the house. I know exactly what time I have to leave the house. Yeah. Get to the gig in this specific time, mm-hmm. even with traffic, you yep, know. Yep, yep. So um, I started getting a little burnt out just because it was so repetitive that um, I wanted something new. I wanted I wanted to feel something new. So this was literally a, a solo gig. Yeah, I drove out there to just go play. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. by myself, and and I I had nothing but the attention on how my own sound was, my yeah. vocals, my guitar, <laughs> two things, easy. Do I have a booger? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so. And I started playing this, and the crowd just it, they they it literally resonated with them so well mm. that 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 they were requesting songs constantly. It became more of a hangout session. That's than awesome. It was oh, that, but that's so, cool when it turns into that. Yeah, and that yeah. that's kind of like what we got here at the Hitching Post is like we got our regulars, and it definitely yeah. is that. Like you know, at, at times like if uh, you know it gets to be like eleven thirty at night, you know, and there's only a few people, we'll be like, hey, let's go sit at a chair and Donnie will pick out a flat yeah. top and hasn't actually done this yet but we're just like yeah i think we should start doing this in the future because <laughs> it's just like i mean we could have amplified sound and just sing at you or we could all just sit together and hang out and just you know yeah play music and hang out and talk i gotta be in this side that. of town man i so i you know not being on this side of town at all um and not seeing this this is the first time i've ever been here not at the post you know. the post oh my speaking yeah. english weird today <laughs> well <laughs> to the post yeah. 
Yeah, Hitchin Post. It, yes. Is it Hitching or Hitchin Post? I, I think it just depends who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> this is beautiful Apache Junction, Arizona. Yeah. Here. There's, there's a lot of uh, different dialects happening. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it's so Western, though. I mean, I'm looking around and going, man, I I mean, this just to, just to play here. I mean, just, just look at all the... I mean, you got a freaking elk head yeah, on the wall. Elk head, right there's a cougar over here. Yeah. And they got oh, like the, the scariest, you know, mannequins ever up here. Oh, God. I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know it was there. Why you got to bring up this stuff hey, right in the middle? Just now you know you got this mannequin breathing down your neck up here. All right. Well, <laughs> with one eye popping out of <laughs> that, uh, that, that <laughs> thing on its head there. Yeah. It's been nice. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And, uh... <laughs> and I will never be back here again. <laughs> I'm going to the QT. Meet me there. Uh, this is a good safe haven. That's where all the cops hang out anyway. It's a good place. But yeah, dude. No, this is definitely uh, very different from the west side of town. I think west side does have some cool stuff going on, though. I mean, yeah, again, to us, west side is, you know, yeah. Cape Creek. The Cape Creek's well, yeah, got that's a lot your of west side. My west side is like, you know, you go out to Longhorn. <laughs> we're going out to, way out right, there, the west know? side, we're going to Palo Verde. That's where yeah. we're going. <laughs> yeah. We're going to play at the nuclear power mm-hmm. plant. Next, when you leave, you're going to have an extra tooth growing out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you need that chomper right there. You need that chomper. <laughs> and you're going mutant there. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Man, I'll tell you, you know, being on, being on the west side and seeing the west side. So I. Not a lot of I I don't I talk about this a little bit to people that are real close to my circle, but I I did construction for like eleven years. Okay, and I was doing a lot of musicians do that. Yeah, acoustical ceilings, and yeah. I was I was in. Oh, that's and cool. We I was doing a job out there, out at, way out on like four hundred and eleventh Avenue and I ten, right, mm-hmm. way out by the power plant, and I was doing this uh, this little trucker stop. Mm-hmm. I swear I was hearing ghosts in the walls. Yeah, sometimes we <laughs> we hear some weird stuff in here. Oh man! Yeah, the story is, is this used to be a uh, this used to be a boat repair shop, really? and the owner of the boat repair shop actually died here because uh, one of the boats fell on him. Woo! Right? All right. Basically, well. where we're sitting, actually. I know this. This, this is just getting better and better for you, isn't it? I need yeah, to give it, like know. a disclaimer Mannequin. before people come here. <laughs> oh man! Oh, this is cool though. I um. You know, I I want to start venturing out on the east side. I want to start seeing a lot mm-hmm. more of the stuff on this side. Um, I, I know that I played only a, a, a couple of gigs um, out in this general area, but um, I think that what you find out here is is a lot of a lot of the country lovers, a lot of the a mm-hmm. lot of those the same the same people that I love the most, which is the ones that love country the way country yeah I think well, should be yeah you know? well you said 90s country yeah a lot of people you know. like that 90s though a lot of the outlaw yeah. a lot of people like the outlaw country out here yeah there's so, some uh country there's some of the uh the western stuff too out here a lot of the well i mean country music was always supposed to be about a story you know and and, and i was watching that uh that uh that program that was on pbs you yeah. know and they were saying and, and and it was supposed to be three chords and the truth yeah, <laughs> that was country music. You yeah, know? you gotta like the sayings that all these yeah. fellas got. You know, it's like yeah. doesn't doesn't get much better than a lot of that there. No, I and you can tell so many you can tell so many things and in, in, in a different way that kind of resonate with people. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's that's from what I've learned in my own personal experience is the hook of a song mm-hmm. has um, you know the melody has a hook to it, 
those words and those that story resonates with people a lot more Absolutely. as opposed to just being like you know some drunk sitting at a bar and be like I'll tell you something <laughs> yeah. right but a lot of it ends up like it, a lot of it starts that way you <laughs> I know? know like you'll come home and you'll be like that drunk said something very profound <laughs> on accident yeah. he wrote it on a napkin <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah, I can't read it anymore, but I knew what he was saying. <laughs> As Donnie says, give me my glasses. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, no, that's that. It's okay. So I uh, I didn't start as a country uh, musician at all. What you started? Do? I was a rocker. I did the rock music, and uh, playing with Donnie is my was my first uh, foray into the country scene, if you will. And uh, that was quite a transition going from, uh, you know, I was in a progressive rock band before that, you know. Wow. I played in another, like, I don't even know what to call it. It was, a, I guess we'd call it indie. But was, uh, min- was that in Minnesota then? I was here. I, I moved down here when I was 11. So, I mean. Sorry, I, I turned my head to burp. It's okay. It's all right. You could do it on the <laughs> mic, too. It's fun. Everybody loves hearing that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah, no, that was uh, that was the biggest thing, like what you said. Uh, the, the biggest thing that you had to, or I had to wrap my head around and understand was that um, it's not that the music comes secondary. It's just that the the lyrics and the story is the primary focus. So... Like, it's not about crazy fills. It's not, I mean, when I say not a crazy guitar parts and stuff, it is about the crazy guitar parts. But the primary focus is the lyrics and the story, yes. like always. And that that was, uh, that took me a little bit to get get my head around. But I, I appreciate it more because I didn't like country at all before I did it. And then, like, I had a, I have a completely new appreciation yeah. for it because of I'm like oh so that's what you're listening to and this, you had to you know? really change your playing style oh absolutely yeah and I got so I gotta say it because I you know especially with when you did my album and you and you did all the drum drum parts of my album mm-hmm. everything was so spot on and I think the dynamics of what you had was just spot on I, oh, I you appreciate know, that <laughs> everything you know and I think that um you know I mean it's it, it's so easy to get to get to do overkill and, and to do too much because you want to really be that shining mm-hmm. you know thing in a, in a song and, it, and it's so easy to get lost in that oh but, absolutely um, especially when you got all these drums and you're just like oh i want to hear yeah, all these I, sounds in this song yeah. and it, that's not not how it is in country yeah. music man you could get away with just a snare drum in most cases and and, and it just whatever it keeps to be whatever keeps mm-hmm. people's feet tapping during yeah. a song you know but um listen to this song um listen to the songs that that you did was kind of like i don't think i don't think that it, i i, I could have gone anywhere else to get anything better oh. you know as far as that album was concerned making me blush here <laughs> i'm just saying you know <laughs> and, and, and these songs just they turned out gosh so well that mm-hmm. um you know I, i've been to a few a, a few different recording studios mm-hmm. um from you know house to house and, yeah. and people doing it in their own house and stuff which is fine you know, but uh, but you know, trying to meet those those musicians and those session players that knew what the heck they were doing was yeah. Well, on top of that, it's under way. understanding what what you're doing as far as uh, uh, having a rock person come in, like a rock drummer or a rock guitarist, right. trying to play country if they don't yes. have a understanding, an appreciation, or or a. Uh, uh, I think it's just the general knowledge. Is the general well, the knowledge, knowledge is there, but also you have to have the appreciation for it, and you you have to respect it too. I think, and 
Uh, it's kind of like, you know, uh, any like if you try to go into jazz and you've never played jazz before, if you don't yeah. have respect for it, and, like you don't have an understanding for it, you're not going to sound like a jazzer. You're going to sound like somebody else trying to play jazz. Try, you know? yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. kind of thing with country, you know? Yes. Uh, it, yes. You could tell the dudes that uh, haven't fully you know, embraced what it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I fully embraced it and I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it by any stretch of the imagination. But, uh, when I first started with this band, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if I want to play country, <laughs> you know, like I had the, the opportunity presented to me and, uh, I was just like, well, I'm going to do this and you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities and I'm going to try to play it as, uh, honestly as I can. Yeah. And that, that and that's I've been playing with Donnie now since 2013, so that's when I started. Yeah, that's when I started doing my live shows. Um, okay, I'm yeah. surprised we never ran into each other before. I was that. on the west side, man. Yeah, well, like <laughs> I said, we were in Cave Creek. <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> I was hell. I was on 67th Avenue and uh, and Bell Road. The first place I ever played was Mixteca, and that was. Just me and an acoustic, and then I found my band off Craigslist. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, so because of Craigslist, I met one guy, and then he met a few other people on Craigslist mm-hmm. that were looking for looking for a, a, a singer, and yeah. and they and they brought it in, and, and we just kind of really shaped it. it. Everything was based off of Craigslist. That's cool, though. Most people can't trust Craigslist. Right, right. Like, oh, man, what the heck? You know? Almost sounds like, am I going to an orgy right now? Like, or am yeah. I actually going to play music here? <laughs> Is he going to write a, ch- a check at the end of the night? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, that's a that's a surprising story right there, actually. And, and, you know, what's crazy about that, just to think you're saying that you started everything as a solo artist, right, or a solo musician. Yeah. Um that that takes balls, man. If you've never done it before, like yeah. just go up and be like, "Okay, here's my guitar, and well, I'm going to sing in front true. of people that's true. with projection." Like, yeah. It, well, it, it, so it didn't begin. So my live shows began then. But mm-hmm. my mom has run karaoke since I was a little kid. So, okay, so you had. So I started singing karaoke in front of my first time ever singing karaoke in front of anybody. 141 people. <laughs> you know. That's a way to start, I guess. And they were all sitting in chairs. <laughs> yeah. Right. This was a wedding. Oh, dang. Right? Yeah. So everybody is like not sitting back going, oh, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. We're here like, for we're this. like watching you yeah. right, you know, <laughs> right in front of your face. And and um, when I got done with my first karaoke song I ever sang, and I walked back out and I was playing soccer with a bunch of bunch of people and yeah. a bunch of other kids my age and stuff, and they were laughing at me. Ah, they're giving they're you like, shit. They're like, oh, well, I guess you better play soccer. Oh, <laughs> you no. Know, joking around, right? Yeah. So, and that just tears you up when you're a kid, like right. oh man, because, especially when you're younger, because like you, <laughs> it's definitely uh, you put yourself out there yeah. when you do that, and uh, and you know what? I've talked to Scott. You, I think you know Scott, right? You um, know Scott, yeah. I know a lot of Scots. Okay, Scott Turin. He's a guy that hangs. <laughs> he's our buddy that hangs with us here. But uh, Scott, um, Donnie, we we talk about like a Scott. Scott's a pilot. That's like his okay. main job. But he's been hanging out with us since. Like 2014, well, he's been learning how to play acoustic and stuff, and he's getting damn good at it, and he's yeah. starting to sing pretty well. Like when I say pretty well, he's kicking ass. Like especially, you know, looking back, like he yeah. he comes from a completely different world. That's the whole point I'm making here, and I'm just sounding terrible when I say it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's uh, the big thing that he was saying. Like like he says, it's so different. Like hanging out with musicians. Like when a bunch of musicians get together, it is so different than hanging out with like your family who isn't musicians, right? Yeah. Like you can sit down, have a guitar, 
and just starts singing songs. And, everybody like, everybody in. else jumps in yeah. or they're throwing in their own songs and stuff, yep. and nobody in the middle of it's like, ah, maybe you should stick to your day <laughs> job, you know? <laughs> like, uh, it's so different. And it's just like, you know, like my daughter, for example, like, she won't sing unless she's, like, locked in the bathroom, you know, yeah. and, like, covers her face Towel after the, the fact. Towel and everything. Yeah, and like, she won't do any of that. Like, water running. Yeah, like, like she just won't. And. It's just it just goes to show just like <laughs> there you go. You told me. <laughs> <laughs> just goes to show just like how uh, uh, personal that is, and just yeah. like how uh, how hardcore it is for people to get out of that bubble. You know, it's it's tough, man. I um, so back in uh, back when I was I think sixteen years old, I sang a show at um, it was uh, I was invited to the show mm-hmm. uh, from a guy Roger Enrico, and he was doing a, a big Santana tribute. So I sang Maria uh-huh. Maria okay, yeah. um, at the Orpheum Theater of all places. <laughs> sold out, right? Wow, this place was dude, sold out. Invited and, to that, huh? Right, and I got the I got the prime spot, which was intermission, and <laughs> <laughs> everybody uh, yep. everybody's supposed to be walking out, but yeah. but I don't know I don't know if if Roger specifically told everybody that uh, during intermission, do not leave your seats. Um, you don't want to miss this, but I started singing Maria Maria by Santana, yeah. and and uh, when I started singing the song, I forgot the lyrics. Oh no! Like right in the very beginning of the song, Maria. I yeah, <laughs> I don't know what lyric it was, but I just I froze, and this was the first time that I had been in a theater yeah. full of people. I had no idea who they were. Yeah, right. So um, I started losing it, but then for some reason, it just snapped in my yeah. head. Where the embarrassment subsided, it, it all pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. Everything it didn't matter to me at that point, and I just caught exactly where I needed to be at yeah. that, that part of the song. I started singing it. Like, and oh, it was cool. a karaoke yeah. track, right? Uh, so there was no like stop, and the band just yeah. be like, "All right, just play something along." Right, and make until sure he figures out what he's doing. Right. Yeah. So everything was pre-recorded, ready to go. So I I started singing. So I caught myself. Right. You know, I missed probably you know a few beats of the song where yeah. I didn't know what the heck I was doing and. And then I caught right back on. I got a standing ovation. That's wow. what changed. That's what got rid of all of my stage fright. That's awesome, everything. And, and that's that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's just like speeches. It's just like it's just, just like hard. it's just like learning your instrument. You know, like yeah. like you practice. You have to practice performing. You have to practice playing in front of people. Yes. Like your first time doing it. It's probably gonna suck. Shaky boys. Yeah, it's probably you're gonna watch like somebody's gonna record you. Like mom's gonna be like, "Oh, look at him, he's totally doing it," you know. And you're gonna watch it back, and you'll be like, "Oh, that's the worst thing ever. Can we that? please burn that?" Like, <laughs> I know it's on YouTube, but can we just burn YouTube yeah. right now? Facebook Live of all things, like you <laughs> oh, can't take good it back. God, why do we do this? Yeah, but that that that's absolutely what it is. It's it's like uh, it's uh, kind of getting through your inhibitions there. <laughs> like it takes it takes a bit to get through your inhibitions. It does, and and uh, and I don't I don't ever follow that stuff where people say like, oh, imagine the whole audience is in their underwear. And yeah, I like, know. Like it doesn't help. I I mean I I can imagine that's just weird. First yeah, time, right? And, and so most of those yeah. people are just like, oh, I don't even want to imagine you <laughs> in your underwear. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be the worst looking one in their underwear. And be like, all right, at least I'm not that guy. You know, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> that dude still wears the little, like, like <laughs> socks, like belts on his calves. I see it. I can see it. <laughs> Why do they have to go with underwear instead of, like, a banana hammock? Because at that point, you're like, oh, okay. That's <laughs> well, not what, that but bad. that's probably what it is. You got to be like, okay, boxers, briefs, boxers, briefs, <laughs> banana hammock. <laughs> 
Oh, kind of surprised me there. <laughs> oh man, how bad would you feel if all of a sudden you go to a show one day and just uh, you had no idea? You walk out, the whole audience is wearing nothing but but underwear and banana hammocks, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Am I imagining this? Is this all part of that thing, or yeah. are these people fucking with me right now?" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I think it's a. Uh, it, you have to take the time. You have to. You have to do it, the repetition of of mm-hmm. being in front of people, and and at least with me. And you ha- it has to be like over and over and over again before you finally get to the point where you're like, okay, mm-hmm. nobody's making fun of everything I'm saying. Nobody's making fun of that that sour note that I hit. Nobody's yeah. making it. Most because, people don't even notice, right? And that and I've been told that so long. But then I, you know, I I kind of recall a lot of the shows that I ever did before I started doing live music, and I mm-hmm. and I was thought. Man, these guys were these guys were amazing. Yeah. And then I go start playing my shows and listen to them again and go, oh, then you start picking out where they kind of mess yeah, up. Yeah, they could have done this, but you know, and I, and yeah. yeah, and you know, being on that side of the fence where you're like, I don't know that much about it, but I love what I'm hearing. Yeah, you know, that's where the audience is, and I think mm-hmm. that's super important because uh, when people when people make mistakes, um, the hardest thing that you can the, 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 the most terrible thing you could ever do to somebody is point it out and make fun of them when they make yeah. their first mistake. Absolutely. It is so critical. Mm-hmm. And and I and I love the fact I love the fact that only musicians and only sound engineers and and people that are involved in that industry yeah. could pick out those moments and not yeah. and not the audience. And you know what Donnie and I have talked about this in the past is that uh what makes live music so cool and what makes like recording an album so cool is that um you know, as opposed to doing like an EDM track or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Is that um, there are imperfections in it because we are human, you know, yeah. and that's what gives it its soul. That's what makes it so people yes. want to listen to it, you know, and that's why like people, I mean, we could just play the radio here all night, you know, and people could dance, but people come here, you know, and we've built up this like crazy following out here. People come out to listen to live music and, we're not like record perfect, you know. You're not a jukebox. You're either. not record perfect. Yeah. But people love it for the personality that you've put into these songs. Yes. And that's what's really cool about it, you know. And that's why yes. that's why we love doing what we do. I think people want the connection. I think that um, from my recollection of all of my shows and everything, people want a connection with the people that are doing the songs. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to talk to the people that are able to create that stuff because, um, it because they know that they can't ever do that yeah you know they they would never have the chance to do that but being able to talk to somebody that does do that that does it mm-hmm. well that makes them that resonates with them absolutely they, even on a drunk night when they're like stumbling around like all right you guys are so good you right. know, and we're totally gonna get yeah. you laid tonight you keep going <laughs> yeah, dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but in the morning time they're still gonna remember and be like that band was so awesome you know yeah. it, and they weren't they weren't a dang jukebox. They couldn't, yeah. you know. People walk up. You're not like, sitting back and be like, "Oh well, uh, please walk over that way. Please stay yeah. away from me." You know, I'm I'm just a I'm stand I'm a standing machine. Yeah, no, know? exactly. Um, well, people actually get to see how these instruments are played. Yep, know? and then find out find out the people behind it, and and yeah. uh, I think that connect and and I'll never understand fully that connection. Yeah, well, know? there's there's definitely but, emotion behind it, you yes. know. Definitely emotion. That's uh, the dynamics. You get to see the dynamics. Yeah. Uh, you get to see the interplay between everybody on stage. What was it? The hang. That's what they call it. Yeah. They, they called it. it, was the, it they, they were only worried about the hang. 
Mm-hmm. If you can hang, yep. if you can be, you know, a good, good person and mm-hmm. and and fun to talk to and just a, yep, a very yep, positive yep. influence, then, you know, hell, you could be up there singing the ABCs as long as you didn't keep. People are gonna be like, I love that band. Yeah, straight <laughs> you know? up. Well, I mean, people people are gonna listen to it because they like it and they're yeah. having fun. You know, people people aren't gonna listen to it if they're not having fun <laughs> if they don't like it. So. Yeah. I guess I guess we that's what we do. We're we're here for a good time. <laughs> so you're gonna edit that part out? Oh, absolutely not. No, people get to watch me. It's scratching my ear there. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is very candid. <laughs> so you were out in the Queen Creek. You said Santan Flat. How long have you been playing out in Santan Flats? Now I'm going on um, five years. Now. Dang, dude! Um, I didn't realize so. you were there that long. Yes. Uh, my first my first gig there was with uh, the band. The first. Uh, band that was my own, which was uh, Arizona Moonshine featuring Josh Roy, mm. which is weird. But um, the the group of people there were six of us, yeah, and it was a pretty big band, yeah, for, pretty sizable, huh? Yeah, and um, that was back in 2015. Is when I started 2015, 14. I started playing 2014. I started playing at Santan Flat. Mm-hmm. So now we're at 2019. So yeah, five years. Yeah. Five years I've been at Santan Flat, and uh, so uh, how do you get a gig this far east? Because that's not just this isn't just east. That's like east. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Marks. Yeah. Um, he's uh, have you ever have you ever gotten to play with Jesse mm-hmm. Marks before? I've not got to um, guitar player, very good guitar player. Yeah. Um, he mentioned my name to the person who was booking the bands over there, Tom. Okay. At Santan Flat, and he in. In just threw out my name that I was starting to do live performances. I had a band and everything, so they called me up. I played there, and it has been literally the best uh, relationship, business slash awesome. friendship that I've ever had uh, at, at any place. And, so, and it's now still the longest standing place I've ever played. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. So you just do Sundays there? So no, so we do weekends there as well. So we do a Friday, Saturday, and then but we're still there every Sunday, no matter what. Oh, okay. Um, but um, well, sometimes you're doing Friday, Saturday, sometimes Friday and Saturday, every Sunday you're there. Yeah. Got pretty yeah. good following out there. Pretty decent. Um, we got our people with, that I know that are sitting at a certain tables and I play their specific songs they yeah. wanted to, that they wanted to hear. I do it every time they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they keep coming back. Man, they, so that place has got, I mean, on any given day of the week, any day of the week, there's at least about 150 people out there. Um, okay. surrounding this during the during the on season, so you know it's a pretty cool a place. Like, don't you know? they have like fire pits and stuff like that? Yeah. And so winter time, it's they. I mean, they sell marshmallows at the bar. They you know they, awesome. they have the little sticks by the fire fire pits that you can just roast marshmallows. They sell the whole kit to make s'mores. That's awesome. I didn't mean to say your name in a. In That's a, okay. In a, in a that was just an endorsement. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> they they're they're good people and and um. The the only reason that I'm still playing there is because they're good people. That's good. That's the um, way to do it. The relationship that we've built over the years, even though they've changed, they changed managers. Um, the guy that was running the thing ended up moving to California and then okay. let another guy take over. Uh, Dylan, he's just a fantastic guy. Yeah. And even though I that's what makes it easier. Yeah. Even though I double book sometimes and I <laughs> forget that I'm booked and go, oh crap. <laughs> Sorry, um, Dylan. Tonight it was one oh, of no. those. Yeah, tonight they it, he goes. Yeah, we'll see you guys this week. And I go, <gasps> I, I I'm sorry. I, did we book that? <laughs> oh no. So I look at my phone. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. If I booked it, if you know, since I see it right here, we booked it. If you can't find anybody by tomorrow, 
then I'll call and and fill into other dates and I'll play for here, you know. Yeah. Because um, because it's been the longest standing gig and then no, absolutely most work. I yeah. like I no, you guys are my they, first priority. Yep, exactly. Here, you know? So um, if it doesn't, uh, if he and he's usually good about finding a band because a lot of bands, a lot of places, play. people like to play that place. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've never actually got to play there, but a lot uh, of private events. I know Donnie's played there. Donnie played yes. there back in the day, and he he really liked it out there. He liked yeah. the people out there. So I've gotten I've gotten the most private events out of that place. Awesome. People are you know like, and I've gotten invited to go out to Canada. I've gotten that's invited. That's awesome. To, I've I've went out to uh, Fort Worth, Texas for a that's for fun. a gig because a guy that saw us there. And that's uh, awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's just amazing. Um, the, the people there, it's it's very family oriented. Yeah. So. Um, needless to say, as family o'clock. as it can be with these things, right? you know, we're out of beer. What's going to happen right. with this? Oh, well, I can put, press pause and we can get another one. Probably. We're going to press pause real quick. Pa- Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Still really same good. time again. <laughs> Dang. We're really good at this. <laughs> all right. So, all right. I'm here with Josh Roy. Like I said, Josh Roy is married yes. and he has a child or children. Two. You have children. Yep, I have children. All right. Well, yep. how long have you been married? So I've been married for two years. Um, and you have children. Yes. So um, I know that I – so I have my first child who's six years old. Mm-hmm. He'll be six in December. Oh, okay. And uh, he's uh, from my previous. Oh, okay. Um, I've only been married once. But, gotcha. Um, but uh, both of them are so into music. Uh, That's the, awesome. The kids are – you know, I I had a I have a video on my on my Instagram of of my son Easton. He's he's singing along with Knocking Boots. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and it's a uh, it's not at uh, six singing Knocking yeah. Boots. <laughs> I know. And he calls it a uh, Under That Tail Moon Ooh. instead of Pale Moon. Yep. <laughs> instead of that Tail moon. moon. And he's right on <laughs> both counts there with Knocking Boots there. <laughs> tail. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, and then Luke, uh, he's my he's my two year old. Uh, just he just turned two, and awesome. and he's his favorite song now is Wagon Wheel. <laughs> you're like, oh it. son. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, he'd be like, uh, Daddy, um, play Wagon Wheel. You're like, <laughs> all right, all I'll right, do what you will, cause I love you. <laughs> so I, so I played the old version, right? The yeah. from uh, old, old old Crow Medicine Show. Is that the one that did it? Um, the, the original was actually a Bob Dylan tune. It was Bob Dylan. Did Old Crab Medicine Show do that? I don't know if um, they were the because I know Bob actually kind of wrote it with some. Uh, it might have been Old Crab. Yeah, Medicine we'll have to look Joe. this up. Let's see if I can find this. I gotta, I gotta get my Firefox yeah. up. Hopefully, I don't have like the hardest core porn up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Two dudes banging each other. <laughs> right. Damn, Damn so, why can't you just watch gay porn? You know, <laughs> who says? <laughs> Of all the things. Who wrote Wagon Wheel? I'm just going to type that in. Hopefully it's not the gayest of porn. So it's Bob Dylan and Catch Sakor. I, I don't even know. So Wagon Wheel, original version, Bob Dylan. So, yeah, Bob Dylan was the original. Who who covered it? On the oh, Wikipedia, gosh, who say. covered it? <laughs> it'll say, who it'll covered? say on the Wikipedia. <laughs> it'll say, and I think it was, I, 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 I mean, don't quote me. I thought it was Old Crow Medicine Show, but... Um, I think that was probably one of the first because I remember Wagon Wheel song. There we go. Let's take a look here. Yeah. All right. We have performances. We got content. Eight of rights. Stuff. Popularity. Can we just see who did this? A lot of other stuff. This? And Nathan Carter. Stuff. Nathan Carter did it a whole bunch, apparently. 
genre, critical <laughs> reception. My good God, just give us the yeah. people who've recorded Why did this. Why does that song deserve so much? Wow, man. Bob Dylan killed it with that one, Darius apparently. Darius Rucker. Da- Darius who? Yeah, man, I don't, this doesn't actually. T- type in, type in, here, here's how I do it. You type in uh, um, Old Crow Medicine Show after Wagon Wheel, and, and it'll tell you. Yep, there it is, Let's right there, you. second one down. I belly, yep. Yep, I I'll really, I don't think, though, that was the OG, though. No, that wasn't, but that's the song, that's the one I tried to show my, show. Uh, Your son? I showed uh, <laughs> Easton and Luke. They're both sitting in the okay. car. Like, Easton looks at me and he goes, This isn't the right one. Daddy, <laughs> what's this one? This it is. doesn't sound like it. Right. And I laugh, and Luke's just sitting here going, oh, Wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Luke's the youngest one? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's Easton's got it figured out. He's like, mm-hmm, Yeah, this ain't the one. This ain't the hoodie and the blowfish one, Dad. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because. Uh, what do we have? We have a, we play like a playlist, and it's a, like countries, modern, whatever blend or something like that. And a hoodie and the blowfish song totally came up on that the <laughs> other day. I was like, it's official. It's not just Darius. It's yeah. hoodie and the blowfish yeah. are now country music. Yeah, it's finally happened. <laughs> I know. I just, I, I think I just heard that on the radio before. I, I don't know how long ago, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's it's crazy, man. It, um. Well, I don't know. I think that, um, you know, some of them start in country music and they end up going into another genre, like Taylor yeah, Swift. Well, not, but that wasn't the case with Darius. He was like '90s pop. Yeah, you know, and he now was like he's the, They were like the most, you know, stereotypical '90s pop band. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, ah, I'm gonna throw my hat into the country <laughs> yeah. arena there, and yeah. he's killing it. He's doing a good job. Yeah. I love his stuff. I mean, even though everybody talks smack about him, he seems to be selling out all these stadiums and he's, stuff. He's good. Somebody's listening, kind of like all the people that talk smack about Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, yet they keep selling out stadiums. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I'll mm. never forget that YouTube video of Nickelback, and and uh, there were people he was asking. He was like, "Yeah, hey, you guys want some more rock music?" And they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, that was down in Rio." Fuck y'all. You yeah, know, dude, off that stage. was crazy because they got booked for a. Uh, like a metal show, and they're not a metal band. Oh, no. So, like, all these guys are expecting, you know, like, Slayer and stuff like oh. that to come out, and then they go, yeah, we got Nickelback, right? They're just yeah. like, bah! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that's almost country. Yeah, no, it was, uh, <laughs> he, he, it's funny because you have there are some interviews on uh, YouTube that he's had to uh, kind of endure questions about that. And he's like, yeah. It's like I gave our booking agent a little shit for that. I was like, yeah, I think you uh, <laughs> you kind of got us on the wrong bill for that one. <laughs> yeah, well, as long as they sign the check, they're like, all right, then whatever. Yeah, man. You know. the, 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 talking about Nickelback, like uh, that dude or that band, uh, it, like, again, everybody talks shit about him. Yeah. But that song that was just, like, huge – in the early 2000s that they had. How You Remind Me. Yeah, How You Remind and, Me was yeah. the number one selling song of the whole decade. It was amazing. The I, whole decade. For all for the amount of shit that band gets. Yeah. <laughs> they've sold an awful lot of records to people that apparently don't like them. Yeah, at all. <laughs> no. That was, I, I actually loved it. So when I was, uh, hell, I must have been about like 14, 15 years old when mm-hmm. I when I first heard that band. And, and uh I love them. I, I I loved their stuff back then. You know, "How You Remind Me" was one of my favorite songs. Yeah. I sang it all the time. I had 
blast that song and <laughs> and then i got two of their so silver side up i got their their album on that one which i loved almost every single song silver on that side album. up the the one that had the oh gosh I can't remember the song right now. I don't remember that one. Oh, maybe it wasn't. So yeah, is that the one that almost looks like a horseshoe for the the cover? Um, I'm not sure if Silver Side Up was the one. Mm. Silver Side Up was. I uh, gotta see this now. What did I click on? Apparently, I'm looking. Apparently, old uh, Crow Medicine Show is on Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, does it have their address? On right, it? that would make it, that'd be even better. <laughs> These guys are like, please leave us alone. I don't know how we got on here. <laughs> That's funny. So you're a, you're a big old uh, Nickelback fan, huh? So okay. two of their albums. So that. two two of their so Silver Side Up and then the one right before that um, were two of my you know the ones I listened to all the time. I mm. I didn't listen to them after that because they did that the photograph song, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that uh, and you're admitting down, this pants right down now. to your waist and all that. Uh, like, I like uh, your pants around yeah, your feet. Yeah, on your feet. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, waist. I like your pants around your waist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many men That's have ever like, said that? I was gonna say it's like the very like old school country version of that song. <laughs> I like your pants around your waist. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I like when you wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, covered up. Yeah. That's all I like my women. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like them to show nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, so the just going back to your kids there. So that, that's funny that we got to this tangent here. But <laughs> yeah. uh, so you got a six-year-old and a two-year-old. Yes. You've been married to your wife for two years. Yes. That's awesome. How did you and your wife meet? We actually met when we were in martial arts together back Ooh. when I was twelve years old. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yep. playing the long game on that one, huh? It was. So she was my biggest crush back in martial arts, and and uh, you know back then I used to I used to open up the 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 school and help you know mop up the the, the mats and such and and clean up the place. It was a very it was a very clean place. Oh, that's good. You, know, you cleaned the, the hell out of it. Yeah, huh? we did. So I I I did that on on two different accounts, and and I won't talk about the first one, but um the other one was uh. Um, I wanted to see her and, yeah. and that was the, I mean, she was my biggest crush back then. <laughs> you know, I never thought, I, I never, I never, you know, thought of any girl that I ever had a crush on as high as her. She was like, mm-hmm. the, she was the highest. The one that was like, oh man, I want to go for her. And, and, uh, she wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah. That's um, usually how it works for I us. I know. <laughs> so I was, I was in a At least you didn't get friend zoned, you know. I know. I didn't get friend zoned. I, I got her a, a Hoobastank CD for her birthday. There you go. Year, right? Hoobastank. Thinking that that was what, that was what she wanted. Mm. This, this gets better. It gets better. So I got her this CD and, uh, n- you know, nothing ever happened of it. I saw her, I saw her so many times after that. And I would always just be sitting in the back row and be like, oh, man, I just want to be with her, you know. And I appreciate the deep <laughs> breath there. <laughs> so, so we, uh. Um, uh, I stopped martial arts at 22 years old and I hadn't, but, um, well, I mean, I stopped that one about when I turned 18 and then mm-hmm. I, I never went to that school again. So I hadn't seen her yeah. since, uh, since I was 18. And then 12 years later, I run into her. I was playing a show at, at a, at a whatever place out in Peoria yeah. and she was getting a tan next door. And oh. for some apparent reason, I grabbed my gear and I set it down on the ground as opposed to just bringing it straight in like I normally do. Yeah. But I set it down just to turn on and look at the car. Yeah. 
And <laughs> that was <laughs> well, <thanks>. so dreamy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, so I, uh, I turned around and looked at the car, and, and, and of course it was her. And it's actually the car I'm driving right now. That's the car I've Let's got see. now, um, the Xterra. Um, I know Nissan Xterra. I love that thing. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Um, so, so she pulled. So I, we, we initially talked to each other right there, and we're just like we knew each other. Instantly, huh? Instantly. Yeah, you yeah. weren't like, who are you again? Yeah. There's no way. You, were, yeah. you weren't going to pull that card. You're like, nope. I don't think I remember you. I totally remember you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you were that. Oh, oh yeah, you're the blonde that I had a crush on Yeah, I so think long. I bought you yeah. a Hoobastank oh, album, but yeah. you got to say the wrong one. I think yeah. I bought you a Nickelback album. It was Hoobastank, <laughs> you silly. Oh, that's right. I absolutely knew what it was, but yeah. I had to play dumb here. Yeah. <laughs> So then, uh, so the funny part, and this is where it gets better, is that um, we, since we ran into each other at that time, I, I, you know, we, it wasn't initially like we get together and we initially wanted to be with each other or, or maybe we didn't let each other know we were like, oh, mm-hmm. you're good looking, I'm good looking, and, you know. <laughs> Let's get this like, thing going here. I know I'm a good looking guy, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> so, so I, uh. Um, so I ended up going back home that time and I called everybody ever that I ever, you know, talked to about my personal life just yeah. to tell them you have no idea who I just ran into. Right. Yeah. So then I, I, I go to, uh, and, and I said my, my phrase and I will say it forever. <laughs> I said, okay, so she's into actually, um, George Strait, Thomas <laughs> Rhett. She's into all, all the country music I love. Right. Yeah. And I said, there's no way. That she is still single. She has got to be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> now this is on the internet forever. I know. <laughs> she's got to be a lesbian. There's no way. She's nice. She's great. And uh, we ended up married very shortly after that. That's awesome. Yeah. A, you, you you took Beyonce's advice there. <laughs> <laughs> what was Beyonce's advice? I don't know uh, her if advice. You like it, then you need to put a ring on it. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. <laughs> if you like Thank it, you for clarifying this. Ring on it. I'll sing it even for you. I, I won't do the dance though. I don't. I don't okay. quite have the badonka donk. <laughs> if y'all didn't see what he was doing with his feet, he was doing <laughs> the kick part for the drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny though. I mean, that's awesome yeah. how that works out. Yeah, right? uh, big, big old full circle that that things took. I right now all know. the ex girlfriends in the world's like, how come he's with her? Right. Style? I uh, I thought I would have been number one on the list, <laughs> but then you're like, nope, I didn't marry you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had no intention of marrying you. Yeah, she's great. Um, she she puts up with everything with with music. She doesn't. Uh, she's never questions me whether I. You know, whether I get home too late or anything, I mean, she never gives, I mean, she, sometimes she gets a little frustrated because she's at home with the kids and, yeah. like, raising the stuff. And, and We'll be finishing this pretty soon as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you all. Good night. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she, but she does, she does a lot. Um, she, she takes care of the kids. She lets me live my dream. That's awesome. Um, she's one that lived Supportive. her dream as well, right? You know, she was a teacher. She's got a master's degree in and being a school teacher. She oh, was awesome. kindergarten, first grade, uh, did gifted first grade teacher for a long time out in Peoria and then eight years actually. I believe that's that's what she uh yeah, eight years of straight. That's a good teaching. term. That's a good term yeah. right there. And she uh so when she had her had our son Luke, she always wanted to be a stay at home mom. So um so I, I decided that I was like, okay, well, why don't you stay home, do that, and then I will do whatever I can with the gigs to to pay for everything. Yeah. And uh, we we've had help in so many different ways. Things have just been 
I've been blessed, and yeah. I mean absolutely blessed with people that that's awesome. Man. Um, that's good to hear. Financially back what we're doing. Um, we got help from her parents as well. Um, and I think that there's there's literally a pathway that God put in my life mm -hmm. that allows these things to happen. That I get put in front of these people that want to invest in my career, that want to yeah. see me succeed, and and uh, and everybody, everybody in my life. I don't. I don't talk about this a lot in front of um, the internet. Like, <laughs> internet, yeah. yeah. Um, but I met my dad um, when I was 31 years old. I'm 32 now. Mm -hmm. so, um, so for the first time, or first time, dang, ever, dude, right? That's heavy. Yeah. So I and there's a long story that has that that comes up to that point. But, yeah. Um, the family that I have, my actual bloodline, mm -hmm. have been even more supportive wow. than the family I thought was mine that I was misled. Wow, <laughs> to think they were man! Mine. Wow, I didn't realize you got you got quite a quite a uh, story there. I got a country. Joshua. I got I a country say, song dude, in my life. Your life, life is a, your life <laughs> is a country song there. Yeah, it is. That's crazy, man! I didn't realize that. So was that was that a. That that had to have been a quite a heavy little event that it, happened there. To well, and it still go through is, all but that. it still is. But um, but the thing is, is that gosh, that was um, last year. You said thirty. Wow, yeah. man. Last year, and I, you didn't know until last year. I get. I didn't know. I, I I asked the question when I was a kid, and I got misled. Right. And Dang, I, I was, dude. So um, so finally, uh, at thirty-one years old, I I I figured out who he was. I got the paternity test and found out that he was my dad. And and it was, and I gave him, I literally, today is his birthday. Um, yeah. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> 60. Wow. 60th birthday. And he, and I, I gave him a card and I didn't get to see him open it today because I had to go play a show. But, yeah. Um, but on the card I put, this would be the first birthday card I give to my father. Oh, and, <laughs> that's you awesome, know, man. Stuff, Good for you. you know. So it, 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 it's, it's a wild you know, I, I always made this joke about it, and I, I have sat, and it's true, but, um, you know, you watch Jerry Springer when you're, when, yeah, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when you're, like, you eight, are eight years the old. Father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know. We're going to see somebody fight, or is there going to be boobs <laughs> right. on this episode? I know. <laughs> yeah, and it's always, like, you know, blurred out. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, Why, it Jerry? Great. I thought you were cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I... uh I always made a joke about it, and I said that. Um, and I was when I was younger, I said, "Thank God my life is not like that." Yeah. And <laughs> then turn around and go when this stuff all like unfolded, and my whole life just went upside down. I went, "Well, the only thing separating us from Jerry Springer show is a freaking plane ticket. Right? <laughs> That's it. You know, I think that. Um, and I it was just kind of an eye opener to think that. Okay, well, just like I talked about with being these like prodigy you know writers that mm -hmm. that put out number ones all the time yeah. and they're so good and they'll always be legends well on the flip side i think that there's so many opportunities for people to fall into that category of, of having struggles and having life mm -hmm. problems that um that not a lot of people can relate to and and uh you know and they could be the most catastrophic things yeah and i never thought that it would be this yeah. and and now that i have it's like Okay, I have a new outlook. Yeah, absolutely. Life, but that—that's also kind of what helps. Uh, yeah, helps you write songs that are also what makes it relatable to other people. You know, like yes. other people like 
you don't realize how many people like deal with similar things. Actually, yeah, know? actually do. It doesn't have to be on a Jerry Springer episode. It's not it, just those like you know whatever amount of families that have been mm-hmm. on every episode of every season. It's just like it's so it's so flooded with people that go through this stuff now. But that's that's what music's all about, and that's yes. why people come back and listen every week. Yeah. And that's why people buy the albums and listen mm-hmm. to it on repeat in the car. You know, and life song, yeah. life song. When I said when troubles come your way. And you can't find the right words to say. That was like that line that I put in that song was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I can't think of how to tell anybody yeah. about this struggle. I can't think of the words to say about any of this. But when troubles come my way and I can't find the right words to say, yeah. you know, you just got to hold on tight. That's the, you know, that's that's the that's the essence of life, I think, is yeah. that you hold on You'll, tight and just come out of it over the ride. And you got you to gotta work through it in your own yes. way. That's yes. half the, that's half of it right there. And like, I mean. What was it like? Uh, just an example, I guess, is like I know that song from Van Halen when uh, they had uh, Sammy Hagar in the band. That right now song. So now you're not in country. Yeah, I, I know no it's idea. not country, but <laughs> the, the the example is is a song right now. I don't have you ever heard that one? I haven't. Uh, you'll have to check it out. It's like a very inspiring song. You know, telling people like this is your moment. You know, you got to do it right now, kind of thing. You know. Yeah. And, like, uh, I do remember an interview with Sammy Hagar where he's just like, man, I had people like writing me saying like. This is like the best thing ever. Like it got him Man. through something like super hard, you know. And that's just one example. There's so many songs that are yeah. like that, you know. And yeah. I, I think uh, Life Song will definitely be one of those. Cause that's a very cool song. That's one of my favorites that that I got to play on with you there. But it, yeah. it's crazy how that uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't just affect you orally. It affects you, you know, Emotionally. like right in the center of your being, you yeah. know, like uh, and. It's yep. not for everybody, but uh, like the the people that do appreciate it, you know, it's just like you you could definitely see when yes. it uh, when when the lyrics affect them, when it resonates with mm-hmm. them. I and and that's what I want my music to be, and and uh, really, I mean, the songs that I write resonate with me, and yeah. and it makes me feel out of this world. I don't I don't have to think about anything that is that has ever happened. I don't, have to, I, don't have, I, I disappear into a world when I start singing the songs I write. Well, dude, you're you're yeah. like you're almost like the older guys. When I say the older guys, I mean like uh, the guys that were actually writing a story. You're not you're not one of the dudes. that's just like got my beer down in my car, drinking at the tailgate <laughs> yeah. with the short short, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Cut off blue jeans, you know. Like you're, yeah. you're not that dude. Like you're you're no. the dude that's actually writing, you know, stories. You're actually painting a picture. You know, yes. you're 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 giving. You're it's a journey. You know. And yeah. I, I think that's gonna that's gonna be huge because uh, I think uh, that's something that we're kind of lacking we in are. a lot of music right now. That's uh, that's on the radio. Yes, yes. Um, and I and I don't know what I don't know what to blame it. Excuse me. <coughs> Anyways, <laughs> I don't know what to blame it on because you know it, it it's I think that some of it might have to do with the new generation and being so. Um, that's probably cell phones. Let's just blame it on cell phones. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, it would be easier just to say <laughs> that. And move on. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, I, th- I have a feeling, and I'm hoping that you know things will probably like like a lot more people kind of go with you know well, like listening have. to the lyrics as so opposed to they already have, and and I and I think that um, especially you get guys like John Party, and you get Midland, and you get. Mm-hmm. Um, Midland, the lead singer, is from Tucson. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that at yeah, all. That's amazing. Yeah, I got to meet that fella, and he's a total Tucson fella. Wow. His family owned, like, a date farm down there. 
Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Continue with <laughs> no, what you were saying. They, they, but they changed the market. They're they're changing mm-hmm. the market. Luke Combs mm-hmm. for crying out loud! Dude's that guy killing it right now. Do you see what? Do you see uh, obliterated uh, uh, Garth Brooks record? He's got sixteen songs on the charts at the same time. Oh my gosh! Sixteen. No. My daughter is listening to that dude right now. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. I like the I he so. Especially like Luke Holmes, he's he's doing this um, storytelling stuff that yeah. you know. It's like, sure, you, you you take the long neck, you know, ice cold beer never let me down. That's right, and never lets us down. It's like that, even though it's a song that's so kind of cliche a little bit, you know, talking about how you know beer, you know, drown your life in a beer and yeah. and uh, you know just drink a beer if you're having problems. Country music is about you know deal with your problems with drinking a beer it's like just to find that one almost like almost like you th- sit there and think why the hell didn't i write this because right. <laughs> you know it's so it, i could have done that well it's fine when it's like you're talking about it and it's like it's talking about an actual thing like that's a, a like an emotion or yeah. an event of your life that caused yes. you to go to this yeah as opposed to just being like everything's a party you know <laughs> yeah like, uh, like Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> um, hey, you better watch out. One day you might be all buddy buddy with them, and you'll have to be like, "Hey, man, uh, saw in that podcast that one time, and you're talking smack about us." You're like, "Oh, sorry." Like I'll back it up because you know what? I'm gonna go <laughs> hang out with John Party after this. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> John Party. He's a, we we. I think we're only playing one of his tunes right now. Oh, dude! If you haven't heard this song. It's uh, uh, me and Jack don't get along no more. Yeah, you guys would love to play that song. I check that one out. Oh, so we're doing that head over boots tune. That's that's the only fun. One. That's a fun one. Dirt on my boots, head over boots. Those two were like kind of the more popular ones. There's and another song on called the dance There's board. another one called Dirt on My Boots. Yeah, just so really dirt. likes his boots a whole lot. Got a huh? little dirt <laughs> on my boots. Yeah, oh, I have he, heard that one. Yeah, beep, so he's, beep, beep, right? and I, yeah, and I love that that that, and you would love this too, especially being a drummer. Is that Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that would be, and that's it's so just energetic. Uh, but he's got that, uh, and and we just heard it. We were on Spotify, and we just heard that song for the first time. And it's the me and Jack don't get along. It's called. I think it's just me and Jack. Yeah. But initially, it's got the it's got like the kind of Folsom Prison kind of beat to it. Yeah. Kinda so like a train groove. it starts off like like the song you would think would be that same groove, that same guitar riff, same everything almost. Yeah. And just the storyline, man, where he's just talking about me and Jack don't get along no more. He says, um, <laughs> like an ass kicking tune. Yeah, he says, uh, uh, oh man, there was, uh, met the man in black. Oh. When he said in the very beginning of that, of that thing, and he did a little twist and he said, um, his name was Jack. It's <laughs> Jack Black, you know. <laughs> but, like that could have been another spinoff of right? Mr. Jack Black. <laughs> He's like, "Why are you talking about me? I thought we were buddies, John." <laughs> He's like, "I did that movie, School of Rock. Right? That should have been a my my movie." <laughs> That's so awesome. That's cool, man. So, do you guys you guys play a lot more of the uh, the newer stuff, or do you uh, do you uh, pop some of the? Uh, we have a huge range. We're we're all the way from George Jones to. Uh, to today's music and um as long as as long as i feel the song is something i like to sing yeah um not just pandering reason, yeah. you know i'll I'll do a couple that and like 
Sometimes um, you got to pander. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like I've never done a Sam Hunt song. And unfortunately, I, I, I don't want to because it's not what country music, um, not what I feel yeah. is country music, in my opinion. But um, I've, um, there's only been two people that I've ever said that I would not play. Yeah. Kane Brown, Sam Hunt. <laughs> people would ask me all the time and, and they say, well, what? And I say, you could tip me a hundred bucks and I still would not play. You know what's very surprising about Kane Brown, dude? Like that dude is actually like legit like a country like he dude. Is. Like like we saw him when we were up in Canada this last year and uh we were backstage doing uh the uh, uh just grabbing grub, you know, like yeah. it was really good uh barbecue up there and he was up there eating. But he was just like up there eating all by himself, dude. Like he had this big chaw in his mouth, just like <laughs> like we're just like, What? Like we were not expecting this, <laughs> Mr. Kane Brown. Yeah, well, no, he has to do what they what they think is. Uh, I think that Nashville kind of has their way. But you this know? was backstage. Yeah, <laughs> this wasn't. This wasn't like in front of a whole bunch of people. This was just like, like he could he could have been in a wife beater and like you know short shorts <laughs> for all anybody cared at that point. But it was just like he was just like back there, and we're just like, oh, all right, like <laughs> fair enough, I guess. I have a uh, newfound respect for him though, <laughs> because I learned more about him, um, and, and and it's my fault because I I didn't do any research on it whatsoever, and you can never judge a person based off of you know what you first see of them, yeah. and and I've I've fallen into that. Um, that category for a while that I've I, that I've done that and I've yeah well you're just like there's two people yeah so <laughs> and 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 learning about his history about his own father and learning about uh, why he does country music and then yeah. a song about his own daughter I don't mm. know if you ever heard that mm -mm. so it, it is such an emotional song where he says that he grew up without a dad yeah um, and he wanted to be the best one that he can that he that he can be yep it was like. Mm. I mean that that completely shifted my opinion. Oh, absolutely! Of, of but that's also that's kind of what we were talking about yes. earlier. It's like getting you here as opposed to just yes. listening to it, you know? Big time. Getting into that. I mean, and gosh, dude, that's that's crazy! Like in a year to experience what you have and still yeah. processing. I'm sure it's still processing now. It will probably be for a while. Yeah. I mean, can you can you imagine just walking up being like, "Oh, meet your grandma for the first time." "Oh, hey, meet your uncle for yeah, the first no, time." Yeah, no, I couldn't Here's imagine your... that. And I mean, I have a huge family and like anytime I go to family events, I'm just like, "Oh, that person's apparently related to me, but completely different, <laughs> you know, like for yeah. you, you know. It's just like I just didn't know these people yeah. existed, but I knew I had like, you know, yeah. this is my dad, this is my mom." Here's the here's the crazy part about all this. So when I was growing up, um, I always wondered why I was always the singer. I, I was always the musical one who yeah. nobody else fell was in musical. Love with music, and they weren't musical. My mom, my mom was my mom's running karaoke since I was a kid. Okay, but, that's right, that's right. You know, but um, but she never really ventured out to do anything um, as far as like doing live shows. Nothing. It was just always karaoke. She's a good singer. She's a great singer. Mm -hmm. um, she's she's very talented on knowing where the harmonies are, knowing where the and 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 her pitch is perfect. No, you know, really. Everything is good on that side, but it was like, did I get this all from my mom, or where did I get this other side of what I do? Yeah. Turns out that my grandma on my 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 father's side hosted or did a not hosted, but she was uh, people would call into a radio station to have 
her perform songs oh, that's on awesome. the radio station that's when she crazy. was 13 years old. Whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then my wow. father sings, my um, my uncle Pete, he was just him and I were just playing guitar and just having that's fun with awesome, each other. He's man. got a whole room full of guitars and full so, of other so, you know So some of the negative emotions have been have come oh, to have some positives there. There's huh? been there's been a lot more positive than there has that's been. That's awesome, negative. man. Well that's and, good to hear. Yeah. He, they're all great people. They're all and and when I say great, I mean as far as like we're all, we all have a good heart, and we 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 would give the shirts off our back for people that were in need. That's yeah. just you know just born into us, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know we all have our tempers. I think that you know <laughs> I learned where my temper came from. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. You know, and and uh, and thank God I had the um, the ability to overcome a lot of I was that. I gonna say you seem like a slow simmer kind of guy, but yeah. once it gets to the to the end of the the stick of dynamite, there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but I'm fine. Like it, it takes a lot now. I have, I do have a long fuse now. Yeah. Um, it used to be really short. It used to be that um, the second somebody would ever say anything wrong or anything mm-hmm. that I didn't agree with, I would just be like, you know, yeah. like, here we go, explosion happens. I'm just gonna put that to wisdom for yeah. getting older. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, I mean, and, and a lot of it has to do with paying attention to friends that you that that I got involved with when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. and uh, and always having that desire to be around people that were a lot more well adjusted, a lot more um, positively influential people, mm-hmm. um, and then especially um, later on when I dated whoever I dated at the time, and mm-hmm. and uh, took the good parts of it, and I, I literally. The, the things I learned in my life were not when I was growing up with the people I thought were my parents. I, I learned everything that I did about life after I turned 18. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on from there. So everybody, every person I chose to be a part of my life at that point were the influences what created me to be who I am today. Okay. You know? Yep, yep, yep. So... So you're, so you're a half gla- you're a glass half full kind of guy. Yes. That's yes. good. That's I, that's how you get through stuff like that. I think yeah. uh, you'll. That's how you get through that kind of stuff, and uh, and and still be well adjusted. Like yeah. what you're saying, like you, you could you could definitely go down a few different paths. And yeah, um, that that's good that you're, you have that in you to do. Have been able to go yeah. that way that you're not, you know, change my life for the better, man. I and that's I always wanted to do the best thing I could possibly do. I always want to make the best decision I can at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, I I got I got to say that you know everybody has everybody has uh, that I have involved in my life had pointed me right towards God and, and listening to what you know and and trying to learn about um, the ways of of the Bible and trying to you know shape my life based off of that and that's kind of what changed everything for me. Yeah, you know well, that's that good. was that foundation that that created and I and I'll never push religion on anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll I'll never do that. Uh, it um, works for some people; doesn't work for everybody. Right. But it, if but it works for you, it really works for you. Yeah, like, absolutely. I think the and, and I said this the other day, and I said the baseline, the baseline of everything, is is respect. Absolutely. As long as as long as two people or multiple of people can just respect each other, everything will be just fine. Yeah. Well, you then know? I just respect the fact that everybody's got different different opinions, different. Yes different roads in life, you know, Precisely. everybody's come to this point from different paths, you yep. know, like, yeah, no, it doesn't I matter that. if you believe in God, if you don't mm-hmm. believe in him, if you, you know, you believe the moon's made of cheese, I don't care. Right. The thing is, is that, you know, respect is, is, is such a, a, a 
most important thing in my yeah, life. The, that the, the, because you don't agree doesn't mean that right. Just respect yeah. and say, you know what? That's fine. It, it, even I can have my own agenda forever, mm-hmm. and and try to push my agenda for for so long, and nothing could ever happen of it. And yeah. and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. If it doesn't ever happen, if I'm saying, oh well, I want this to happen, yeah. I don't care. I you know if if it never does, you know. But I said my piece, and yeah. I I said what I feel, and that's awesome, know, man. No, so but that's it. that's a good way to be. Yeah. That's a good way, like getting it out there, but also, you know, being open minded. Yeah. Like that's that's uh, I think that's what a lot of people are missing any anymore. Good time. Is is, is the fact that you can be open minded and have your own opinions yep. about things. <laughs> try things out. Try things out. And if it doesn't work, then you try something different. If that doesn't mm-hmm. work out, you try something else. You know, it you know, it, eventually if people just keep that open mind, I think that things are just gonna fall into a well, I you think know. people will be happier. I mean, yeah. uh, just uh, just going back to, I mean, us as musicians, you know. I mean, at one point in my life, uh, you know, I was selling cell phones. I wasn't happy with that, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I could, you know, <laughs> kept my mind open to not selling, you know, cell phones only for a living. Yeah. I could probably do something else. And, you know, you ended up doing that. You yeah. take that leap of faith there, you know. That's if, I, if, if you get stuck in that rut where you're just like, this is all I could do. <laughs> you're not going to do that, you know. You're not going to take that leap of faith. So I mean, that, that, that works. In, that that works in so many different facets. Yes. There, yes, but, open mind. That's oh, the one thing we all need. So we are an hour and twenty four minutes into this. So Perfect. I think this might be a good time that we start wrapping it up here. So give us some information here. I need to know websites. I need to know Facebooks. I need to know all that fun stuff that we can send people to check you out here. So the easiest way to get a hold of everything that I've got, mm-hmm. you go on to Josh Roy Band. Dot com. Okay. So I got my Facebook connected to that. I got my Instagram connected to that. I've got a link to my music. Um, if you uh, if you're just on Facebook alone, just Josh Roy Band. If you look okay. that up yep. on pages. Um, and then uh, what else do I got? Um, Instagram is J. Is uh, actually I just changed it. Josh underscore Roy underscore music. There you go. So. And check it out because he's always doing live streams and stuff like that. Yeah, playing music and stuff. Whenever it's a I, lot whenever of fun. I get a wild hair up my ass, <laughs> I, <you know. laughs> that's the way to do it. Well, thank you so much for hanging out, Josh. It was awesome, man. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we can get you back out here. I know that uh, Dustin Howell of uh, Highway Two Sixty said he wanted to come and hang while we did one of these with you. So, uh, so I'll call him up can, and I'll pressure him into it. Yeah, I don't think it was a pressure thing. I think he was going to try to make it out here no matter what. So. I'll tell you what. If it doesn't work out, then the bromance is over. <laughs> Just saying that. Watch this. There Dustin. it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. You guys have a wonderful week. Again, thank you, Josh. And see you guys next week. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? This is Kit from the After Hours Podcast. You may be asking yourself, why do we call this a podcast if I'm watching this on YouTube or even Facebook? Well, the answer is you can actually listen to us while you're driving or while you're flying or while you're swimming or even while you're working out. A lot of people like it this way because they don't have to look at our ugly mugs. The way to do this is that you click on the app that's called Podcast if you're using an Apple product. Once you're inside the app, you just click at the bottom where it says Search. Type Donnie Grub Band into the search bar that shows up at the top. Then once after hours with the Donnie Grub Band shows up, click on Subscribe. And then you will be subscribed to the After Hours with the Donnie Grub Band podcast. So now anytime that we release a new podcast, you should get a notification and you should be able to find it really easily so that you can listen to it in your day-to-day events. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you guys. 